Hey, welcome to Fake Gamer Girls. I'm Erin, and I sound like a totally different person because we are at Disneyland. I'm Sam. I sound the same because I'm built different. <laughs> I'm Josie. I'm the youngest sister. I, I'm new here. Yeah, so. so Josie is new here. If you listen to our first episode, it was just me and Samantha, and we're sisters, but we actually have another surprise sister. So yeah. say hey, Josie. Hi. I'm Josie. Yeah, so we've been at Disneyland the past two days. We're on a fun little vacation, and I have a famously terrible voice that gets lost so easily. So I sound insane. But, um, yeah, Samantha, do you want to explain what we're talking about today? Yeah, so today, because of our little trip, we decided to talk about good games for wasting time <laughs> um so we've been playing a lot of games in lines and there's always times when you are just looking for a time waster so we're each going to be talking about different games for wasting time we've done a little bit more research this time on what platforms are available on so we will also be telling you that with each game as well so erin's going to start us off with um her top favorite game for wasting time uh yeah so this is a really old game, um, and we've been playing a lot of games, like, we drove to California, and it was a really long drive, so I've been playing a bunch of games on my phone, and in lines, we've been playing so many games. Um, this game is so old, it's Plants vs. Zombies is, like, a favorite of mine, and it's because when I was in college, I worked at this, uh, I had this, like, secretary job at a department in the school that was like not a big department and nobody would ever come with questions or anything like that. And so I literally got paid to just like sit there in case somebody came by. And one summer I worked that job for 40 hours a week and it was literally nine to five, just like staring at a wall. Um, but I was like, I just had my laptop. And so I literally played Plants vs. Zombies like six out of every eight hours during never, that summer i've never played that game yes so. you have if you think you haven't played it you probably did in like 2006 <laughs> and you just don't remember no, i have no memories of ever playing it. like what even is it so it's like a defense game like defense and management so basically the idea is you have this yard in front of a house and there are zombies coming to attack the house but you have all these plants that can do things like shoot the zombies or bite the zombies or they're really strong, so the zombies have to take forever to get through them. And you do basically they, have to, like, defend against waves of zombies. Do they explain why the plants have powers? No, I don't think so. Why would they? <laughs> what's, the, what's the point of I'm that? I'm just wondering the if there's lore. The <laughs> lore. I have no idea. I'm sure there's plants versus zombies lore. I mean, I know there's, like, songs. They have, like, original <laughs> music. But I That's seriously, awesome. like, I have spent so many hours playing plants versus zombies just like because as you go you get like new plants and that are stronger or cooler or you can upgrade your plants and the levels get harder and the enemies get stronger and it is just so brainless in such a good way where like when you start the level you know you have to use your points to buy the little starter plants for each level and you're like super focused and you're trying to get all the sunlight points to get all your plants and then after you get like 10 strong plants out there they just freaking take care of the zombies for you and you're just kind of watching to make sure nobody's dying like it's it's a really good mix of like focus and also not paying attention even a little bit 
So it really got me through a bad summer and I still actually really appreciate it because of it's well it's super old it's super versatile it's on like everything where it was a mobile game it's on steam it's on like apple uh like on the app store on like macbooks and stuff and i think plants vs zombies 2 is the best one on the app store right now but i still like the original one as well and now they have like weird spin-off games too it's like a big franchise yeah are they still updating the original I don't know that they're updating Plants vs. Zombies 1. I think they're updating Plants vs. Zombies 2. But personal favorite is the one on Steam, Plants vs. Zombies Game of the Year edition. Yeah, because I was looking this up for our Instagram post. Follow us on Instagram. At FakeGamerGirlsPod. And I was trying to figure out, like, where it's available. And there was just so many different places. It's like... The answer is everywhere. Yeah, I was like, it must just be everywhere because... It didn't have a list like these other games that we're going to talk about. Yeah, it's it's an old game, and it's it's like a classic. It's, you know, it's like freaking Angry Birds. Like, it was one of the OG, like, people started having these phones that could run games, and Plants vs. Zombies was one of the first really big ones. So, I it's still a really good game. It's super fun if you like that sort of defense. And it's, like I said, there's it's a good mix of, like, trying and also just kind of set like set and forget so plants vs zombies best game ever even though it's older (laughs) than old (laughs) awesome all right so my game is pretty much a a a big shift from plants vs zombies (laughs) we're gonna cover all all ends of the spectrum today so the game i wanted to talk about my favorite game for wasting time is called spirit fairer so good spirit fairer and it is on ps4 the switch xbox one and it's on pc you can get it on steam um so spirit fairer is one that i found on tiktok which is where i find a lot of my (laughs) games but basically, the premise of it is that you are a, you're a girl in the spirit world slash afterlife, and your job is to help spirits pass on to the next life. And then there's like also a different storyline where you have, you you learn things about yourself. But I won't spoil too much of that. You're sort of like the Grim Reaper. Yeah. So. And you have this fairy, basically, or this big ship. That, <laughs> fairy like a boat, not like the creature. Yeah. <laughs> or this big ship that you collect spirits, and you learn about their lives, and you learn about the things that are holding them back, and you have to fulfill tasks for them to help them to move on or help them to fulfill their own tasks in a way. Um, but this game has everything. It has cooking. It has, you know, you grow crops you have like you you have woodworking yeah you can do like sewing. crafting and yeah and you and can, there's animals on your boat yeah so that it does a lot of different stuff and it's kind, it's pretty much a management game because you have a lot going on at once and you can you can do a bunch of different tasks at once you can be fulfilling different missions um and they also have side quests but this game takes forever to finish. Oh my gosh, so long. It is not like one of those games that you just play in an hour and you're done. Like I'm still not one I'm still not at 100% on the game. Um, but it's one that I've really enjoyed and it's actually really touching. It's really heartfelt. It's so well written. And 
it makes you like I'm, it's made me emotional at different points. <laughs> well, and uh, Samantha recommended it to me, and I played it. And a few times, characters would do things, and I would text her and be like, "I'm crying right now. Like I can't believe X Y Z thing happened." No spoilers, obviously. But, yeah, it's really, it's very sweet and very sad sometimes. Yeah. The other thing, too, is this this one isn't one that we talked about, even though it's one of my favorite games and are good for beginners, because there is some skill that you have to have to it. Like, you have to collect different items that require jumping around and being able to understand a controller a little bit better than in, like, a really rudimentary basic way i mean it's not hard by any means but it's definitely not something that i would recommend to someone who's never gamed before yeah really what it is is it's a management simulator with platforming elements so you know as you progress through the game you get like double jumps and you get zip lining and you know gliding and crap like that and uh if that's something you're totally unfamiliar with this may be an okay game to get into it because it's not like super crucial you know you're not dying every two seconds like in a lot of other platformers so if you're intrigued by that it might be a good game to introduce yourself to platforming elements yeah but definitely if you have a switch that you can bring somewhere like the dmv or something Mm -hmm. you can play it there but and the other thing about this game is there's a lot of quests where they will say like oh you need these items and you're not anywhere close to being able to get those items so Mm -hmm. there's some long-term quests um but also just a really awesome story awesome characters um and um the main character is a woman of color which i love so we love that stella yeah her name's stella and so we love representation all around so yeah spirit fair s-p-i-r-i-t-f-a-r-e-r that would have been so embarrassing if you spelled it i know (laughs) spirit fairer it's uh, yeah, spirit pharaoh. Well, that's what I, you sounded like because I wanted to make sure that I I pronounced it correctly. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I definitely highly recommend. Yeah, so. super good game. Um, so Josie, tell us what you're new on the podcast. Yeah, right? so tell yeah. us Take what's your first game you're telling us about on um, Fake Gamer Girls. I'm pod. going with the classic, <laughs> the classic famous minecraft minecraft i never heard of it Can everybody you... knows no, what i've never played is. minecraft yeah but you know what it is i know what it is but i don't quite know what you actually do so you... have you never like actually watched anyone play it either i watched josie play hunger games minecraft <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> we played that so much so stressful but i feel like that's not representative i feel like of... that's the most stressful minecraft guest yeah that's <laughs> not like the actual minecraft experience from my understanding yeah no so tell me what it is okay so minecraft is a big sort of sandbox game like progression sandbox i don't really know how to describe it so sandbox also to the non non super hardcore gamers out there a sandbox game basically is a game that provides you with a lot of freedom to change the world to create the world to create your uh, own experience there's no set story that you follow Mm -hmm. you're just thrown in and you do what you feel like yeah it's like fully freestyle so sorry go ahead minecraft is good because it's very versatile you can pretty much do whatever you want you can play on different modes so there's creative mode which means you have access to every single item in the game and you can just build and do what you want and experiment with different mechanics in the game or there's survival mode 
where you're set you're sent into the world with nothing and you just have to figure out how to get things and how to survive basically Mm -hmm. so it's just whatever you're more interested in doing and I personally probably prefer survival mode just because it's more of a challenge but I also really like building and like doing structures and stuff so it's kind of fun to be able to not have those resources given right to me and you actually have to do the work to gather for it yeah and it's just very good to sit down like it's just a game where you sit down and you know you're going to be playing it for hours yeah it's just one of those games where it doesn't really feel like a commitment and you can you just know you have the time to do this and you feel like doing it right you're like it's a saturday i have three hours to kill i'm just gonna go start a new minecraft game and build a cool base yeah and there's also multiplayer options which i don't really like playing the game alone i think it gets pretty boring when you play it alone for sure so you can like do multiplayer servers where people just make mini games and you can just go play them like survival games which is just hunger games and minecraft and it's really stressful and horrible (laughs) but it's fun it is fun um but there's like some really famous ones where it's all just like competition games where you fight other people and stuff like that like bed wars and there's, like, Twitch streamers everywhere who just play Bed Wars. What mm-hmm. is Bed Wars? It's just a minigame. Like, you just, like, go fight people. So, so it's like you yeah, have a you base like... and your bed is, like, the center of your base. Yeah. There's beds in Minecraft. Oh. And you have to, you're trying to defend your bed against other players. Yeah, oh. so you're, you usually get a team and you're just sent in and you get resources and you just have to be the the last man standing pretty much mm-hmm. okay and so you have to go destroy other people's beds or their bases to kill them and then you just eventually win or lose you get killed or <laughs> usually you usually you lose, you lose. If you're me, i'm not really good at lose. it at all i think so, i've gotten second place <laughs> so let's say like i'm sitting down to play minecraft for the first time sure. i log in and i say today i want to build a replica of my own house creative mode yeah so and is that just something people do or yeah. is that yeah that be unusual people do that for... all the time no it's like a little hard since you don't have very many like furniture blocks in the game yeah you definitely kind of have to get creative yeah with you it. have to get very creative with it uh but minecraft what you have. has kind of turned into its own like art form at this point you know it's like yeah there's some really insane builds like people do like terraforming project which is like changing the environment and like making their own mountains and stuff in minecraft Mm -hmm. and it's insane yeah or there's literally like there's like uh one for one replicas of disneyland for example or like a one for one replica of like washington dc you know and it's crazy people just do it it's so detailed Mm -hmm. you know and it's sort of like when people build like miniature models yeah it's like that but virtual sort of yeah or if you don't feel like doing that you can make a shack out of dirt which is and, what I do. And live in it forever. <laughs> and so it's really just whatever you want it to be. Yeah. It's just the only issue with, like, survival mode and stuff is that it's not very beginner-friendly. It's just kind of a game that you need to know how to do stuff For to sure. do it. Definitely if you're wanting to tackle Minecraft survival mode. Do some research either, first. Either watch some playthroughs, <clears throat> some, some Twitch streamers, or start with a friend. Yeah, start with someone who knows how to play it or watch somebody else play it because there's just, it doesn't tell you how to do anything. Mm -hmm. So you'll just need like a head start probably. Yeah. All right. My next game is very different from my first game. It is Genshin Impact. 
I love Genshin Impact. Josie also plays Genshin Impact. Oh, yeah, I play way more than you do. That's maybe true. Very definitely true. I played it one time. It's not a competition who plays more Genshin Impact. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, Genshin Impact is actually a gotcha game, which essentially means it involves this sort of gambling aspect, but not real gambling. Can it's you spell gotcha for me? G-A-C-H-A. Interesting. Um... So it's like a. It's not like gotcha. No, so it's. I'm, I'm <laughs> Every 90- time I say it, I feel like I'm saying gotcha. No, I'm like 99% sure that it comes from. If you say a gashapon machine, that's like the little capsule machines where you put in like oh, a quarter yeah. and a little capsule with a toy comes out. So it's like a, a gasha game or whatever. It's I think it's Japanese. Um, but essentially, it involves elements of you use the in game currency to get surprises like you get these new characters but it's random and you can't choose who you get but Genshin Impact is completely free to play it is a full ripoff of Breath of the Wild um mechanically um not narratively but mechanically and sort of stylistically for a lot of the early part of the game it's like it literally looks oh, yeah. exactly people like try Breath to, of the people Wild. People try to deny it, too. And then they go and they play Breath of the Wild, and they're like, oh. No, so really what happened is it's it's a really good game because Breath of the Wild came out, which is, you know, I think it's like Nintendo's best-selling game of all time at this point. Yeah. It's an incredible game. And then this other company was like, well, we can do that, but get rid of all the bugs. Because, you know, every game has bugs. Every game has random things that fans don't like. But the game was already out. There's nothing Nintendo can do about it. So if you just copy it, you can do it, but slightly better because it doesn't have the, you know, you already had the QA testing. Um, but Genshin Impact is, uh, you know, it's a lot of narrative. It's a lot of story. But in a lot of games like this that are these RPGs, and especially gotcha games where you're having, like, you basically build a team of people with different elemental powers. There's, like, lightning, ice, fire, water, air, is that it? Uh, rock. Rock powers. <laughs> um, and you, yeah, so you build these teams of people and you level them up. And in this game, essentially to level people up, you need materials from the world that you get by either, you know, mining or fighting monsters or fighting bosses. And it can be so mind numbing at some points, like to be like, okay, well, I want to level up Mona is one of my characters. I want to level up Mona, but to do it, I need nine of these wolf tooths, you know, or whatever. (laughs) And it's like, well, that sucks to just have to do this one wolf tooth boss fight, like, over and over and over. But I love Genshin Impact because I will just put it on mute, and I will turn on some reality TV on my second monitor, and I will listen to Selling Sunset while I fight the crap out of this wolf over and over and over. And it's like, it's, it's, a lot of it is, you know, it's like once you have that fight mastered, you can do it a billion times, you know, and you don't really need to be like, you know, fully focused in. You can be like freaking watching, um, you know, watching your dumb euphoria or whatever on the other, other screen. Yeah, that's pretty much what I do every time. Yeah. I never have the sound on during and, that game. And it's very satisfying when you get to level up. Like, yeah. it's, it's a super fun game and narratively there's a lot going on. So if that's something that you like is, you know, reading a lot, interacting with other people in the world a lot, um, it's a really good game for killing time that way because there's a lot of story. If you don't care about that, you can skip it and it's still a good game for killing time because you can just do these battles over and over and over. And like I said, it's free to play. It's on mobile too. 
and it's on PC, mobile, and PS4. Um, and it's supposed to be coming to Switch really soon. Uh, it might be on PS5, but I'm not sure. But it's not on Switch yet, but it should be soon. And it also gets really frequent updates, like all the time. Oh yeah, there's an update coming out like tomorrow. Yeah, there's and and it's a really really well made game, and it's weird that it's oh, free. Oh yeah, and all the updates they give are like huge. Like, yeah, like they're new characters, adding parts to the maps and stuff, mm -hmm. and they're adding to the story. Like everything gets added. Yeah, so I love Genshin Impact. I would totally recommend it. All right, my next game, I had to do a mobile game as a self proclaimed mobile game queen um and this one is one called mini motorways mm. <laughs> and this game is another type of management game um you can get it on your phone um it's also available on switch and pc um i think you can get it on steam as well it's on apple arcade is how we've been playing it yeah so Mini Motorways is a game, the premise is super simple, but the game actually gets pretty complicated some, in certain po points, but basically you start out in a different map um, that are supposed to loosely resemble different maps around the world. I think the first one is Los Angeles, and then it goes on to different big um, cities around There's the world. There's like Tokyo and Moscow and yeah. you know, places like that. Yeah, so basically you start out with just one basically destination building and then one or two cars and you're supposed your cars are supposed to somehow get to that building to pick up some tokens and then return to your house, their home. Um, so you have to build the roads to get your cars from their home destination to the house before the timer on the tokens runs out. Um, and then as the game goes on, there are more buildings with tokens to be picked up of different colors and different houses that have different cars of different colors that you have to pick them up. So basically you're trying to connect houses of like a yellow color to a yellow building, um, but the roads start to intersect and overlap just like real roads in a real world. Well, and like the houses and buildings spawn continuously through the whole game. And, like, they get farther and farther and farther away where you'll get, like, a blue house. And then the blue frickin' building is, like, 80 trillion miles away. And you have limited road tiles as well. Yeah. And the other thing is it's, you have limited pieces that you can put as, like, stop lights or roundabouts in your roads to make mm -hmm. traffic. Because one of the major aspects of the game is you have to control traffic so that your cars can get to the buildings fast enough to get the tokens. Um, so if you have a major traffic jam, your cars aren't going to get there and you, the game will run out. Um, this is a great game for wasting time because there's no, like, end goal. It's not like the game mm -hmm. ends once you hit, like, 100 tokens or something like that. Like, it just goes and goes and goes until you you don't get there fast until enough. Until you die. <laughs> yeah, until one of the tokens' time expires so your car doesn't get there fast enough. Um, so I played this game I started it out with like okay I'm gonna get each map to 500 and then each map to a thousand and right now I'm working on getting each map to 1500 or something yeah. like that which is really hard in some maps and really easy in others mm -hmm. um there's quite a few maps and I think they're they're working on adding more um 
but yeah it's it's really like such a simple premise of just get your cars to the correct colored buildings but it gets super complicated and stressful um because you have to use your different resources to get them there in time and you have to change your roads around um and it just goes and goes and goes so it's one that's great to play on road trips. It's one that's, it's not something that you can do other stuff while you're doing no, it though. Because for sure. Cause it keeps changing. Like, like yeah. more houses appear, more buildings appear. And if you don't connect, if you're not paying attention, you won't connect them to each other and you'll fail. Yeah. And it's timed too. So you can't just like put it down for a second unless you pause it. You can pause though. Yeah. You can pause it, but I mean, you can't just like keep the game running and and put it down for a second or you will lose. Yeah, it also has like um, daily challenges and weekly challenges where yeah. it'll be like, oh, you can't use any stoplights or you can only use roundabouts or you get random rewards or whatever it yeah, is. Yeah, or sometimes they do it with like, you can't use any stoplights or roundabouts, but you have unlimited road tiles. So you can mm -hmm. have as many roads as you want. Yeah. Which is actually a lot harder than it sounds because the traffic yeah, issue. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. But yeah, you recommended this game to me like a week ago. And I had played it, like, the entire nine-hour road trip. <laughs> I was playing... I had to plug into my portable charger because I killed my phone playing mini motorways. Yeah. It's super fun. It's super simple. I would recommend it to everyone. The concept's easy to pick up. Yeah. And it gets, it has a very simple tutorial, very simple art style. It's sort of top-down. I think that there's a game called Mini Metro, also on Apple Arcade, that I assume is a very similar game. But... I could be 100% wrong. It could be, like, literally the opposite of it because I didn't really look that much into it. Yeah. I'm just making assumptions out here. That's what I do best. Yeah. So true. Uh, okay, so my second game is Colorful Stage or Project Sekai. It goes by, like, multiple names, but you'll be able to find it on the App Store as Colorful Stage. So basically, it's another gotcha game, like what Aaron was talking about earlier, which is you get in-game currency and you can eventually go and basically gamble on these things and get special cards or special characters and stuff from it. But it's a lot different than Genshin Impact in every single other aspect <laughs> because it's a rhythm game, which is basically like something like Guitar Hero where you're playing along to a song and you're tapping notes in rhythm to the song. And it's just, I love music and I really love art. And the gotcha system that you get is that you get art from it. It's and like then, trading cards, kind it's, of. Yeah, it's like trading cards. It's Virtual like, trading cards. Yeah, not like physical ones. <laughs> they but mail like, it to you. Yeah, that would be awesome. <laughs> that, I, would, I would totally do that. But yeah, you get art and trading cards pretty much. And you get to level up these trading cards and stuff and you use them while you're playing the songs to like get extra points or you know just to upgrade your cards and make the art look cooler on it basically and they're all like anime characters well they're vocaloids well yeah so they're vocaloids. i think people will recognize hatsune miku yeah so basically it's based on this character named hatsune miku and if you don't know what that is you might have seen the anime girl with the huge blue pigtails. Mm -hmm. And she's like a virtual pop star. Very iconic looking. Everybody knows her or a lot of people know her. She, yeah, she's a virtual pop star, like a Japanese singer. 
but it's weird because her voice isn't real. It's a voice box, it's so like it's like fully, an instrument. Yeah, fully computer animated. Yeah, it's anim- a com- generated. It's a computer animated. computerized voice, I guess. Mm-hmm. And it game, sounds like a robot, kind of, but not it depends quite. on how you tune it. Because sometimes it sounds real. Mm-hmm. It just depends on who's using her. But basically, it's based on the six most famous Vocaloids, which is which are those computerized singers. It's like this squad of fake pop stars. Yeah, and which is so weird. Well, but very okay. Cool. So you become so you. It's based on those characters, and basically, there's a bunch of kids who are real people in this game, but obviously they look like anime characters, but their voices are all real. And all the Vocaloid singers are training them to all become pop stars and stuff, and it's awesome. Okay. They're in these bands. So you get to be all of these characters or get all of their cards and their trading cards and stuff and play songs with either the Vocaloid singing or the real people singing. Just depends on what you feel like listening to because each song has a Vocaloid or real person singer. So you can choose different covers of every song that you choose. Yeah. Uh, I really like that. I think that's a super interesting aspect, because some people don't like how robotic the Vocaloids sound. Sure. I personally love it, so I usually choose them over the real people singers, (laughs) but... Yeah, it's super interesting. You get to do that. There's also a story that is sort of there. I don't really care about following it, so I don't. But it's interesting to watch how the gotcha system changes, because you go through events, which is basically... There's like a certain set of cards that stays up for a week and you can get them in that week and then it goes away. Mm-hmm. And it's just funny because there's a Japanese version of the game and it's about a year ahead of the English version. Because <laughs> they have to like translate everything. Yeah, because they have to translate everything and they have to go through all of the events that already happened in the Japanese version, which obviously <laughs> have to take time. So sure. right now on the English version, it's February and there's a Christmas event. <laughs> and it's so, just so behind. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, everyone's kind of like, oh, like, like Merry Christmas, I Yay. guess. Christmas event. It's in so February. funny. So you know the game Piano Tiles or Piano <laughs> Yeah. Piano? How similar is this game in, in the gameplay? In the sense of the actual gameplay and doing the songs, exact same. Oh, really? It's pretty like much the... the same. It's flat tiles that you're tapping. And there's tapping. like four, and they, there's, they light I think up there's or like whatever. six sections, yeah, and sure. they light up when you tap them. You like, you only tap some of them and you hold down some of them. Okay. It's just like a little bit more complex version of that, but sure. not more complex like by a lot. <laughs> sure. Like it's just that sometimes you have to hold them down or move your finger across the screen. Well, and I think that in some versions of like yeah. piano tiles yeah. it has that. I have a... Sometimes you have to like flick... Ooh. Like, go like, boop, boop. She like, wiggled her finger. Yeah, I wiggled around. my this finger. This is a podcast we Sorry, hear. Sorry, I forgot that. <laughs> um, I have a little flex I have to drop in here. So there is, a, like, an arcade version of that Piano Tiles game. I don't know if you guys have ever played it. It's, yes. like, these big plastic keys, oh, and yeah. you have to smack them with your whole hand. Uh, that At our local hometown, Fat Cats Arcade, I had the high score on that game for like a year. That's awesome. Because I am so cussing good at that piano tiles game. Like when it first came out, it was this 
weird Chinese game called Don't Step the White Tile. Oh, do you yeah. remember? Yes. And, and it, that was so you would funny. Just do, it had no music in it. You would just <laughs> literally click the tiles as they go. Like, that you had to click so the fun. black ones. And so I played that game, like, every single day of, like, two years of high school. And I got, like, my high scores were, like, hitting, like, 8,000. And I'm, like, and so I went to the Fat Cats. I think I was with a boy. And I was, like, oh, let me play this really quick. <laughs> and I destroyed. And literally every time I went back, it was, like, ERN was the high score. <laughs> I think somebody probably has beat it by now because I haven't lived That's near so that Fat Cats awesome. for a while. But I was so proud of myself. Well, I also have to flex that. <laughs> no, only I get to flex. <laughs> no, my flex is that on medium mode, on <laughs> Guitar Hero 3, I'm really good. Medium mode. Once you get that orange button in there, it's a little bit oh, much baby. for me. But oh, baby. But medium mode with that blue button. That blue fourth button. <laughs> yeah, that fourth button, my pinky finger be going crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, that was the games we wanted to talk about for Killing Time. We also had a few honorable mentions. I wanted to throw Stardew Valley in here. Stardew Valley is my favorite game ever. I love it. I have so many hundreds of hours logged in that game. Um, I just mostly wanted to talk about it because it was that same summer that I mentioned with Plants vs. Zombies, where I literally just had a 9 to 5, where I was just waiting for people to come in, and maybe one person talked to me all day during that. And so I literally would take turns I would play like four hours of Plants vs. Zombies and then I would play like four hours of Stardew Valley and then I would go home from the job and I would play like eight hours of Stardew Valley until I went <laughs> to sleep like it's I I don't want to get too into Stardew Valley because I think I would really like to do a full episode on it because it's literally the best game ever um but if you need something that you can kind of you know slowly do things like again and now when I play Stardew Valley I watch TV or I listen to an audiobook because it's kind of muscle memory at this point um but that was my honorable mention I think we have a few more oh yeah so mm, today at Disneyland <laughs> this is my honorable mention I made both of them download it it's called Love Nikki Dress Up Queen and I'm sure you may have seen advertisements of it because they're absolutely horrendous. <laughs> I, the I don't think I had. Oh, you totally have. It's I like an anime girl, and she goes, not. "I have to dress up for my boyfriend," and then the boyfriend <laughs> goes, "You look horrible, honey. Oh. I am never being with you again." And she goes, "No," and the game goes, "Help her get ready." Okay, well, I have seen ads like that. I don't. Well, know there's if it one. Was... There's that was kind of the original game that did it. Sure. I'm pretty sure. It... <laughs> Because okay. it's pretty old. Okay. But basically, it's like Girls Go Games, like, dress-up game. Yes. But, G -G. yeah, it's very, like, dress-up Barbie doll type of game. But Wait, you're... Say the title one more time. Love Nikki Dress-Up Queen. Okay. <laughs> Obviously. Obviously. I, I know that, but I feel like I need that it's to be pretty, It's pretty crazy. <laughs> so, basically... Honestly, it's not a very good game. No, it's actually really terrible, but it's super got, fun. It's got one of the worst interfaces I've ever seen. It's you, so confusing. You looking. need to explain what the game actually is before I'm, we well, get I'm into it. I'm about to, but then when you get into it, you basically are just this little anime girl, and you go and you fight other anime girls. And you, you fight them. Yes, you do. You have style battles. You have fashion battles. And you have fashion battles, and you just collect clothes throughout the game, 
and you just like dress up to the, what the theme is requesting of every level. So I got a. So we, me and Samantha both got this game because Josie told us we had to. We, I had a prompt today. They are the weirdest prompts ever. But one of them was like an outfit that would be good to go to a BBQ in. And I was like, okay. And I just had to choose like an outfit that was, (laughs) that had the attributes like chic, but simple or something like that. It was so random. And then at the end, after your battles, this weird little cat is like, you're so hot. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. One of the ones I got today was just wear a bathrobe. <laughs> I don't have one. The game never gave me there's one. No there's bathrobe not, there's in no game. bathrobe in the store. So I'm still figuring out how to beat that level. <laughs> you gotta make your own bathrobe. I do think I have to craft a towel. It's so. a really strange game, but it's actually... It's very entertaining. Well, and I think I got through, like, 14 levels yeah. in line for Guardians of the Galaxy. It's really fun so, in the worst way. It's like the dumbest game ever, but actually kind of super fun. And now that we're talking about it, I kind of want to play I, it. Like, that's right exactly now. how I feel right now. <laughs> I have a, an anecdote about dress-up games. I'm ready. When I was in, like, the fourth and fifth grade, we would go on the computer... We would go to the computer lab to do schoolwork. Uh-huh. And me and my friend Alexis... We would just sit there and go to idressup.com or girlscutgames.com. Uh-huh. The two classics. And we would do just just dress-up games so similar until we got caught. And we got in huge <laughs> trouble for making <laughs> dress-up games in the computer lab. So I wish I would have had Love, Nikki, to play more discreetly on my phone at the time. Yeah, but, like, really, though, if you played these games as a kid, like, we <laughs> played girlsgogames.com all day every single day until we were like 15 probably like yeah just just doing like or like barbie.com or brat yeah or, like or no what was the diva girls diva girls was a good one. Oh, we loved diva girls um but yeah it's kind of fun like you just make these stupid little outfits yeah it's really funny because like the ai or whatever that like detects how good your outfit is is horrible it's so bad and basically every single like clothing item has two attributes connected to it and every prompt has two attributes connected to it so it'll be so like if you... elegant or cute or yeah so simple. it might be like simple but cute or like lively and cute uh-huh. so you can just put on every single <laughs> thing in your closet that has those attributes and on it and they don't match and it'll be the most hideous horrible outfit you have ever seen in your life and, it, and then the competition will be like, wow, 400,000 sexy points. <laughs> and then it'll be like, S rank. And then your little cat friend will be like, I wish we were married. And then the girl you're fighting is like, you don't have a boyfriend anyway. So and weird. she gets really upset. I was going to say, to be fair, you're not battling real people. No, it's like these, are, these are NPCs. Characters in the game. And they're all named like... Momo, Toto, Bibi, and like no, no. Juju. There's there's literally Bobo, Momo, and Toto. And Toto are three different. They're like the three like your three best like friends main too. Characters like everybody else has kind of weird names, but those are the three that you only hang out like, with. In the why game. do they give them all the same name? Momo is the weird cat that either calls you a horrible, ugliest 
ugliest, <laughs> a horrible, ugly, stupid head, and or he'll be like, I would drop everything for you to be my wife. It's a really, really weird game. He's Absolutely insane. hilarious. I've been enjoying every second of it. It's a good laugh, and sometimes you're like, oh my gosh, this outfit is actually kind of cute, and then they're like, and then they're like, this is hideous. Zero points. Kill yourself. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Love Nikki was supposed to be an honorable mention, but it ended up getting its own section. It, it deserves it. You got a little carried away because I got really into it it's literally such a today. Good game. So, um, but yeah, before we close up, because you can hear my voice is getting Wait, worse. I have an honorable. Oh, you do. Mention. You do. Okay, go ahead. My honorable mention is Animal Crossing Pocket Camp, which mm. you can play on your phone. Um. We're not going to get as into this one as we got into Love Nikki Dress Up Queen. <laughs> we can keep talking about Love Nikki if you want us to. <laughs> but Animal Crossing Pocket Camp is one that I don't... A lot of people love Animal Crossing, but I don't think a lot of people have played Pocket Camp on their phones. Or if they have, they just didn't get as into it as I did, maybe. But I think Pocket Camp is, Pocket Camp is a great game for wasting time because it's super simple it has a lot of different things you can do. You're kind of just clicking through different things, but you can also like decorate your campsite or your cabin. You have to unlock the cabin after oh. getting- Oh, yeah. you gotta wow. unlock the cabin. But there's also like a Happy Home Academy section where you go in and you have to like get certain rankings on different houses and so there's a lot going on in the game. It's super simple. Well, um, and it also has elements where it's like, you're like, hello, Reese, make this piece of furniture for me. And it's like, that will be two real world hours, right? Yeah, yeah. And so you can like close the app and then in two hours, you know, when you're done with dinner or whatever. Yeah, and then you also like the way you get the supplies to craft stuff is you have to level up your friendship with different animals. <laughs> By just like standing next to them. No, you have to, you have to, like, they, like, are, like, if you give me two yellow butterflies, oh, that's right. I'll give you three cuteness essence. <laughs> Which is a, a normal sentence. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So you just have to, like, go out to the different islands that have different resources. Like, there's a bug island, a, two fishing islands, and a fruit island. <laughs> And you have to get stuff for them and bring it back to them. But I love how realistic that is. How, you know, when you go to an yeah, island, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like, this is bug island. There are <laughs> only bugs. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Anyway, so you gotta do all that stuff. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, the, that's also part of the reason why I feel like I know every Animal Crossing character on site. Is oh my because gosh. you actually interact with so many different characters in that game from Animal Crossing. So, anyway, super cute, super fun, super time consuming. I also spent so much time on, to, on it that I can't even hardly play it anymore because I spent so much of my life playing you, it's, it. It's over. You did the whole I did the game. Jam. Yeah, I did yeah. the game. Well, I also, are they even updating it still? Yeah, they still update it. They have, like, events every single day. How hilarious is that? I thought they would stop once New Horizons came I out. I also thought that. No, they, it's they still popping bank, off. I think they make bank off that game. Yes. Like, But, yeah, it's there's, like, a different, such a like, weird game. Like, right now, the event going on is you have to catch chocolate bees in your garden. You know, chocolate bees. <laughs> That's so just true. Just a chocolate bee event. That sounds cute. That's anyway, what I do it is Minecraft. pretty cute. <laughs> Celeste is hosting it. So <gasps> She's literally the best character. I know. She is adorable. So. <laughs> 
Celeste's the owl. She's Blather's sister. She's pink owl. Pink. She's red like owl. Red, yeah. Red and pink. Um, so okay. women colors. Stop. Okay, so before we close, uh, tell us what you're playing right now. I'll go first. I finished the first Danganronpa game, and I am now playing the second Danganronpa game, Ooh, which yeah, I've been told is the best one. I really I enjoyed Danganronpa. the first one. Yeah, I really, really enjoyed the first one. Um, but I got the second one, and I'm just barely getting into it, so. I'm playing Broken Age right now, which Great. is a puzzle game that Aaron suggested to me. Super fun, also super frustrating. I've wanted to throw my Switch across the wall, but, like, in uh -huh. a good way most of the time. Well, like, the puzzle, so it's, the like... The puzzles are hard. Sometimes the puzzles be real freaking hard. But it's a cute story, cute art, and I've been enjoying it, so that's Broken Age. I've been playing it on the Switch. Um, oh, I was just going to say, it's on Game Pass as well, if you oh, want to yeah. play it for free. Uh, yeah, I'm playing free. Valheim right now. <laughs> Why? Uh, I don't really <laughs> By yourself, know. Or? No, I'm playing it oh. with uh, Nevaeh. Okay, tell them what So, Valheim it's is. basically this... I don't even know what it it's is. It's like a survival it's game, a, right? It's kind of an open world survival game where basically you're just thrown into this world and you have like nothing but underwear on <laughs> and it's horrible and there's a bunch of scary creatures that run out of the woods and try to kill you. <laughs> and you and have you nothing have, on. You just have nothing and you just, there's this crow that tells you what to do, but he's not very good at telling you what to do. So you just kind of have to figure it out. It's pretty, like, freaky and sort weird. Sort of survival horror. In a good way. It's like one of those weird fantasy games. Well, but that, I'm entertained. Uh, sounds like not my thing. But <laughs> I'm sure it's a good game. And that is all we have for you guys today. Thanks for joining us uh, on another episode of Fake Gamer Girls. Stay cool, gamers! Stay cool, so gamers! True. Follow us on social media and uh, subscribe to us on Anchor. Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and we will hopefully be up on uh, Google Podcasts and a few other platforms soon. But we appreciate everybody's support, and we will see you next week with a Valentine's episode. <laughs> okay, bye. bye.